Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. Today, we have Dantitia Seymour, who is the chief inventor from Florida. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Now, I forgot my tea or my margarita, but you got a lot to share today. I'm really excited. Let me tell you, Dantitia is always ripping and running. She has her own businesses, but let me tell you, y'all are going to want to lean in for this episode. So Dantitia, share with us, because you know we're nosy, a little bit of your love journey. Where you, where you been? Oh. The love. journey, yeah. the journey and the story are two different things. The journey is riddled with like heartache and heartbreak and fear and hope and all of those things, right? Like the journey is many men over many years. <laughs> many, many men. <laughs> many, many men over many years. Um, some central characters who were kind of staples for a while, like my daughter's father, that just yeah. didn't work out. They didn't fit for whatever reason. Um, but the love story and the journey of the current love story actually dates back 12 years. People are always surprised when I tell them. They're like, oh, so when did you guys meet? I'm like, 12 years ago. We met 12, 12 years ago? Mm -hmm. He was so a, he was to bring it back. <laughs> Wait, so let's, let's pause. Let's pause because we don't want to get into the love story before we got back to how we got back to the love story even starting. Yeah. So yeah. I have this event called the Success in Love Summit for Professional Women. And Danticia, you've been a part of my world for a minute. Like, yeah. what did you think when you first saw this event? Like, really? So, so, okay. So I had what I like to call a COVID companion. I think we all, a lot of people had COVID companions in 2020. Right? I had a COVID companion and it, we, we kind of ended things in December because I knew that I just didn't want to bring that into 2021. I'm like, I'm leaving COVID in 2020. I'm leaving him there too. Right. Cause we met right before the pandemic and the shutdown and he was my safety bubble. So I was like, let's keep this thing going for as long as we can. But it was just so bad. It was just a bad mix, a bad pair. It was really toxic. There was a lot of pain. Like we we had a trauma bond. We okay. both were coming off of painful years. Um, in 2019, I had just lost my aunt to cancer. He had just lost his world championship title. Like there were all kinds of things that were happening for the both of us. And when we met, we had a lot of you know similarities, like where we went to school and some friends. And so we kind of just bonded through that. That, and then also through our trauma, just through the pain. But yeah. we weren't supposed to be together. And then COVID happened. And it was like, keep the people that you got around you close because those are the only people you can be around. Right. And so that thing lingered for the entire year. And I knew multiple times throughout the year to like end it, but it was just so difficult. And then finally, I, you know, like most people are like, I'm not going into 2021, making the same mistakes I made in 2020. I'm not doing it. And so um, ended it just like, yo, this isn't working. We both know this isn't meant to be. And so I was like, I'm having fun in 2021. It's going to be a hot girl summer, hot girl year, all kinds of stuff is happening. <laughs> and that was the plan. But right before that happened, my ex popped up in December. They go popping up again. They popped up. He popped up and he was just like, I want to talk. And we had a very long conversation. And by popped up, he flew down here from New York. 
and was like, I'm going to be at the airport in a little bit. And I was just like, no, there was a lot of pain from that situation. So no. And so I came into 2021 with this intentional focus to just focus on myself, to not be in a relationship, to just like heal and move through everything. And then I remember (laughs) seeing like your, your, you post several times and I'm like, forget success in love like who needs love I got success in business I got success in life I'm an amazing mother my daughter's like salutatorian like I'm I'm successful I don't need success in love I'll get back to it when I get back to it Mm -hmm. and my ex just kept hitting me up and then I had a therapy session because therapy is healing And she was just like, what exactly do you want your life to look like? Forget 2021. And then we outlined that and love was right there at the center. Look at that. Even with my business coach, love was right there at the center. It's Mm -hmm. like, you can run from it because it's so easy for us businesswomen to throw ourselves into work, to throw ourselves into our children and be like, love is secondary. We'll get around to it eventually. And it was maybe the fifth or sixth time I saw the Success and Love Summit come up right after that session and was like, if love is at the center, because I just had a VIP day with my coach and it was all things in excellence was the theme for the year and standards was at the top of that. And I was like, well, if I want to make love a priority at some point this year, let me just do some groundwork. My plan was just groundwork. Let me just do some groundwork on success when it comes to love so I can implement this mm-hmm. when I'm actually ready in the yeah. fall. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. The fall. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I was supposed to do the groundwork and to come back and, and you know, and dig in after my hot girl summer. Like, <laughs> that was the plan. As you know, that is not what happened. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So then you signed up for the summit. Yes. So, so tell us like what, what happened when you attended? So funny enough, I was going to skip it. I was going to skip it. I signed up and I wasn't going to go. It was Super Bowl weekend and a lot of friends were going over to Tampa for the Super Bowl. I currently live in Orlando. I booked a resort at in the Sarasota Lombok Key area. And I was going to go to the beach for a few days. And I was just like, I'm getting away from people. I'm going to meditate and figure out like what the rest of this world of mine looks like now that I know what I want to be at the center. And I was going to skip it. And I remember having coffee with a close friend of mine that morning. And he said, You're, you signed up for a reason. He's like, as soon as the summit is over, go to Lombok Key. But for now, do the summit. You're supposed to be there. And he was just like drilling me. So you can thank Dennis. (laughs) Dennis is the reason I showed up because he was at coffee like, no, you're going to the summit, girl. I'm so tired of you talking about love. You're going to the summit. And so I went and I was just like, I have my notes. I was ready. I'm like, all right, let me see what's wrong with me. (laughs) Let me see what I need to fix. And, you know, really, you hit it in the very beginning because it was like, here are the five reasons why Mm -hmm. women don't, professional women don't date. I don't have time. I'm this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And all these excuses we make. And you were like, which one are you? And I was like, one, two, three, four, (laughs) and five. (laughs) I was like, I'm all of them. I'm all of 
love them. And that's that's all self-inflicted, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's all here. Something I've created for myself, a narrative that I have, I don't have time for this. I'm too busy for this. My, I've been too hurt. Like all of these reasons that we build up these walls because when you're running a business or multiple businesses and raising a child, you can't afford heartbreak. Right. You just you can't afford that time, that downtime, especially when you don't have a person to kind of help through that. So I was just like, all right, so she got me first five minutes. Let's see how we overcome this. Right. And the breakout sessions probably were the most, um, they, they had the most impact because we broke out into these little groups of five women. We talked about our current relationships, what we wanted in love. And when you start to hear other women talk about their experiences, what they're going through, what they want, and then you realize, one, that you're not alone. Two, that you got people calling you out, like, girl, you tripping. <laughs> like, you legit might be tripping right now who aren't your friends, mm-hmm. right? Because your friends, they want to support you and love you regardless of your decisions. But these strangers are going to tell you, mm, you self-sabotaging. Right. You're running scared. Right. I don't understand why. Like, this happened. We get it. You were heartbroken. We get it. It wasn't intentional. He didn't try to hurt you. He had to leave. He had to go home. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a you thing. It was a him thing. And he had to work through that with his child. And I was just like, but he left. And they were like, but he had to leave. Right. And so like that reframing of what happened from total strangers, not my friends, not my therapist, actually opened me a little bit to where I was like, you know what? That wasn't about me at all. That wasn't about me at all. And as we're having this conversation, this man calls. During the Success and Love Summit, like once I made the decision, like, you know what? I'm going to release this fear. I'm going to forgive and maybe see if we can have some friendship. He's calling during the summit. And I'm like, y'all, the way the universe works and energy, like how it collides. I was like, he's calling right now. They were like, are you kidding? I'm like, no. And then he texts like, just checking on you. How are you doing? And that was like halfway through the summit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So here you had a great experience. You had a breakthrough in the first five minutes. Yes. You had these great connections that called you out to help you say, yeah. And then as soon as you said, well, just maybe he calls you. Yes. So now after the event, just, just, just what happened in terms of connecting with him? So I went to Longboat Key because water is very cleansing. So I actually went to Longboat Key because it's right in the Gulf and the Gulf has salt water. And so they talk about cleansing, like releasing trauma and everything with a salt water cleanse. And so my whole purpose was to go down there and meditate to release whatever pain, energy and trauma, even before that realization. That was always the plan because I did want to move forward this year in love. And so I went down there. And I'm like doing my, all of my meditations and I'm doing my saltwater deep cleanses and all kinds of stuff. And he's like texting and we have a phone conversation. Now, two things happen because when something is going right, fear finds its way back in. So the COVID companion is texting, right? And he's just like calling and, and, and it becomes even more clear that this thing is so wrong. And then there's a, a random guy from a couple of years ago who lives in town who's in constant communication while I'm there just because monkey wrench. Let's just throw it all in the pot and see what happens, right? 
Um, and then finally, I'm having a conversation with him. And he had asked me before, maybe a month or so before, if I would ever be able to forgive him and to be open to us trying, even if it's just him coming and spending a week and us figuring it out. And I told him in January, I was like, no, like, I, I don't think I could get over it. I don't think I could forgive you. Um, he really didn't do <laughs> anything that was, I felt betrayed because he left, but it wasn't about me. Right. It, it was about his dad who was having surgery, who was sick. And and it wasn't about me, but I felt abandoned in that moment because of everything that was happening in my life. And so I kind of felt like, is there any, will I ever be a priority? Is there ever going to be any loyalty? Because our story starts 12 years prior where he left me 12 years prior to go take care of his small daughter up in New York. So that was the second time he had left. So for me, it's like, you're always going to leave right. if there's a, pri a familiar priority. And so I just, I wasn't ready, but the, the summit, the ladies, the conversations, and then just the release, mm -hmm. just the release of it all, um, in a place that is, was special to me, which is the beach. Like if, if you guys follow me, I spent a lot of time at the beach. We were in the middle of a global pandemic last year and I went to the beach 22 times. Oh my gosh. Yes. 22 times in 12 months. My, my credit card bill was ridiculous. You would have thought I traveled to Africa five times in <laughs> my credit card bill going yeah, to resorts in Florida. And then we just had a really long conversation. And I remember him saying, if I come down there this time, this is it. There's no tiptoeing. There's no, let's see if it's going to work out. He's like, you and I have always been forever and we've always known it, but there's always been these things in the way, these things we had to take care of, timing, you know, kids, family. He was like, but we've always been forever. So if I come down, we're not going to see if it works out. We are making the decision to work out. And I said, uh, let me get back to you. But in all fairness, it only took me a few hours. I just needed to digest what that all meant. And what's that meant in terms of releasing, really releasing fear and stepping into love. My daughter just happened to be away for the month at her dad's in February. So he came down. The next day we decided to change our relationship status on social media. And then 10 weeks later, I said, yes. It's like, you, it's so big. It's like, you can't even see it. It's you big. The whole finger. Oh my goodness. And it's not even the wedding band. That's crazy. I was like, there's like 19 bands on there and the wedding band ain't on there. Not on there. It's not on there. It's, uh, he, he had a point to prove. So sunset, I love sunsets and beaches. And so I said, I wanted some seafood and some sunset. So we drove over to, to St. Pete and we were just out there at a, at a spot that I love on St. Pete, listening to the music. Meanwhile, there's 20 something year old sitting at the table next to us. He somehow managed to have a whole conversation with them and enlisted them to go ahead and write, will you marry me in the sand? And so I'm just like, it's sunset time. And he's like, are you ready to go? I was like, oh, I guess we can walk and watch the sunset. So we're walking, I'm oblivious. Like, so let me say this. I knew he was going to propose. I don't care what anyone says. If you're paying attention and you're energetically aligned, you know it. Mm -hmm. Like I knew it, 
but I still was oblivious. Like I even said to my friends, I think he's going to propose today. I could just kind of feel it that morning because he was like looking at me and singing and like doing all kinds of weird stuff. And I was like, oh, he's about to propose. But I didn't think it was going to be that way. And we're walking and he's letting me talk about hurricanes and how the Gulf water is warm water. And that's why the hurricanes are worse in the Gulf and just all kinds of stuff that just is nonsensical. But he's letting me go down my rabbit hole because I am not aware that a hundred feet up, there are three people writing, will you marry me in the sand? Completely oblivious. I'm taking videos with my phone of the sunset and the birds and the waves whole conversations so we get down he's like oh let's walk because you know you're trying to go to your this spot that you want to go to I was like that's in downtown Tampa that's not down here he's like well, let's just walk a little bit and watch the sunset and so I'm trying to get him to sit down at the bench so we can watch the sunset at the bench like, he's like no we're gonna walk I'm like fine fine and so we get to the will you marry me now there are people walking slash running away from that will you marry me in the sand so I'm thinking they got engaged so I said babe I think someone just got engaged I think it was them I'm like turning and I'm pointing I think it was them and he was like oh yeah and then he he pulls my hand and I turn around and he's down on one knee and I was like oh <laughs> this is for me I was so oblivious because it's like, if I thought it was gonna happen, just like us sitting at a park, like at, at the beach at night or somewhere just randomly at home when we got back, I was gonna turn around and he's gonna be, I just thought it was gonna be something really simple. And even though that was simple, I wasn't expecting that, right? That was a gesture. So then he was like, do you promise to be patient? He gave me all these prerequisite questions first before he asked me. Do you promise to be patient and let me handle this? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, okay. And so finally I said yes. And that was <laughs> 10 weeks, 10 weeks after the wow. love summit, I said yes. Gosh. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I was straight chirping, girl. So, all right. So if someone right now, a busy professional woman is contemplating either working with me or attending the summit, what would you tell them? Don't hesitate. Like, seriously, don't hesitate. Because what you, what they don't know is that you and I go back to my original heartbreak in 2019. So I was dealing with some original heartbreak and I did like, I think it was a four or six week program of moving through the heartbreak and like all of the work. I was in Mexico. I went to Mexico for that very first week because I love the beach. <laughs> and I remember working through that in 2019 and just getting to a place of just like total peace. And I mean, total peace at the end of those six weeks. Um, and I, I actually remember sitting at a coffee shop in Mexico and saying, I can't remember the last time. This was the second trip after that six weeks, at the end of the six weeks. And I said, I can't remember the last time I felt this good and felt this complete and felt this whole and went off to Croatia like a month later and had the best time of my life. And it was because I felt good with where I was emotionally from a relationship standpoint, right? And so it's like we work through that in 2019. And so then he comes back and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You almost broke me. You almost broke me, buddy. I don't know about this, right? 
Um, and so it's just like full circle mm-hmm. unintentionally. And it, it's interesting because it was really full circle when it came to us dealing with the heartbreak and getting me on a really good emotional foundation in 2019 to be able to even have the conversation and to step and walk into this this year in 2021. Yeah. How can people find you, Dantesia? How can people find you? I'm at Dantesia. My name is very easy. <laughs> I'm like the only one in the world. So like on IG, I'm at Dantesia Seymour. Um, and on Facebook, I'm facebook.com forward slash Dantesia. So yeah. Beautiful. Just blessings. Thank you for sharing your story and just knowing that love is still possible no matter the age, the stage of what you've been through, right? Yes. Um, and for everyone listening in, just keep loving, keep laughing, keep living, and don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Hello. I love yes. you. Till next time. Have you ever wondered what to talk about on a date? Like gotten stumped about what to ask, what conversation to have? I know, that's why I created The Love Deck. This is the 60 questions I believe you should ask before choosing the one. And on the other side, affirmations just for you. Check it out, everybody loves them. And don't forget to tag me in how it goes. Bye.